you, fam. <laughs> this is Kirsty, and I'm Alexa, and you're listening to Pacific North Wicked, a podcast about true crime and other spooky shit in the Pacific Northwest. Got that one right. And we have Steph back because okay. Steph is still here, and it's the same day as the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Two at once. <laughs> Say hi. Hi, Stephanie. Stop, bitch. So. Oh, God. Oh, God, what? My story on my Facebook that says double fisting sliders and talking about murder. <laughs> Why does double fisting sound so gross? Because do you know what double Cause... fisting is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my brother replied, are you doing a podcast or something? <laughs> does he know that you have a podcast? Sure I am. No, we're actually doing a recording sesh for my new band. <laughs> What would you play? What would I play? Yeah, what? I have an idea. I don't think we have the same idea. I would play the drums. What would you play, Steph? The banjo. Mm. That seems correct. Yeah. Um, Alexa, I can see you playing the xylophone. <laughs> I don't even think I'm coordinated. There's like one ding every once in a while. Ding! Ding! You know? Yeah. I can see it. Alexa would be the DJ, man. She'd have her like... Yeah. <laughs> I can see that too. I would also just like to scream into a microphone. Anyways, it's my turn. Sure is. Sigurd. <laughs> you got this. You got this. Alright. Is that your chaotic breathing? I gotta move my giant not coaster coaster <laughs> to get down to some business. No table pounding. I Another I'm just telling you. It's just a reminder. I get really animated. <laughs> okay. Today, we're going to talk about Russell Sigurd Evans. Okay. Never heard of him. Okay. Which is sad. Wait a minute. I'm an Evans. You're an Evans? Maybe this person related to me. Well, How many you... last names have you had? <laughs> well, that's my like maternal mother's name. Okay. Spokane? Yeah. Alberta, but like that's not far away. It's not. It's not. Oh my god. You went with Washington also? Okay. Anyway, well, yeah, we had to give Washington some love. I know. That was we've been neglecting the shit out of Everything's Oregon. Well, again, but that's because we said that Washington's just got some of the most prolific cases ever. That's part of it, is that they're just so big. Yeah. They're always so, so many. Go big or go home is their state motto. Yeah. Anyways, so Russell was born on July 22nd, 1975 in okay. Spokane, Washington, to parents John and Sue Evans. Does that ring a bell, I'm Steph? Re- I'm, I'm scrolling I mean, through my family those are just a couple of, of white people names, so that could be anybody. Yeah, that could really could be anybody. John and Sue. Okay, I'm going to like look this up when I get home. And was the older Brussels. Older Bruss- <laughs> what's, what's wrong with you and Brussels? This girl loves titties, man. <laughs> <laughs> Diana. Okay. Not yet? Okay. 
So overall, Russell seemed like a good kid. But don't read ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't help myself. Stop peeking. <laughs> Get the fuck out my notes, Steph. Where's your post? Anyway, so overall, seemed like a good kid who loved basketball. So much so he wanted to go pro. But he attended some basketball camps, switched schools to be in better competition, and... That is what the pros do. Pretty dedicated for a 13-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And he was six foot three. How old? Thirteen. What? And six foot three. I haven't grown since I was thirteen. Also, and I'm five feet. To put that into perspective for you, that is Graham level. That's Graham. Graham. That's Graham. That's Graham. It all comes together. It all comes together. It's Graham level. Graham, how tall are you? Six three. (laughs) Shout out Graham. Anyways, Stephen is six four. So imagine thirteen years old Graham or Stephen walking around. Oh, that's my nephew, actually. Yeah, he's. Tall as shit. I think he's six two, but he. Well, I think he might not have been that old, that tall at that age. I think he was six feet when he was fourteen, and now he's like six four. He's nineteen. So yeah, six three. 13, but like though. literally at my wedding, I have a picture of me going, "What the fuck?" Because yeah. he's so tall, just like looking up at him. This guy's a skyscraper. Okay, keep going. So I, I wrote, if anyone had a chance, I'd say he did that with height alone. Yes. Because he was going to yeah. be tall. So There's talent, and then there is... Default. <laughs> that's that's a default. You're going to have at least some skills. Yep. Mm-hmm. So on June 3rd, 1989, Russell is 13, hanging out with his friend Aaron and possibly some others. So as friends is mentioned in sources that I read. Okay. But they don't really say who, so we don't know Chill who. Hang. Besides Aaron. Aaron's important. So other teenagers confronted Aaron and Russell about Aaron's girlfriend because drama, right? Right, because they're 13. Because they're 13. So <laughs> Everything is awful. Holding hands and shit. Yeah. Do you see that he... Wait, what year is this? 1989. Not texting. Got it. No. Not yeah. texting. <laughs> so it was... Passing notes. Yeah. Yeah. So with Aaron and Russell leaving after one of the other teenagers says... You better watch out because I'll send my homeboys on you. My what boys? Homeboys. I'll send my homeboys on you. So Russell was reported to still be hanging out with friends until midnight 30. Just picture the 13-year-old saying that. Send my homeboys after you. They're older. So like 15 but years. But he is still. three. I had, he's got homeboys. I one time had a girl. Russell's not saying it. Uh, so one of my high school best friends, <laughs> she, before she was my best friend, dated my boyfriend at the time for like a day because high count. school right high school, yeah sure and then she we were really good friends it was like a year had passed before she and he had broken up i dated him <clears throat> something happened she like made out with him or something at a party and i found out and i didn't say anything to her because i didn't really believe that it happened she texts me one day and she goes i don't remember what led up to this but she ended up stating I'm going to make it rain on you, bitch. <laughs> I literally couldn't. I wasn't even mad because at, in the moment, I was laughing at that. Because who the fuck says that? Like, uh, all I can get is like dollar bills. I know. I'm like, club. Are you like, calling me a stripper? You be like, Thank Do you, you know what that means? I'm getting paid. Are you saying I'm talented? You like this ass? You want a piece. I don't. That's what I mean. Anyway, and she also told me she's going to cut my brakes, which I did not find funny. 
break mine. All right. I'm like, this bitch doesn't know where it's at. It's fine. (laughs) Do you own a jack? No. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) No. No way. It's fine. Anyways, so one of those teenage boys says that's a Russell and Aaron. And then Russell keeps hanging out with his friends till midnight 30. When he called his dad and said, I'm on the way home. I'm on my way home. At 11.30? Midnight 30. Midnight 30. Got it. 0030. 0030. 0030. Thank you. Copy. Yep. And, oh, I said, I'd also like to note that the weather was reported to be warmer than normal that day. I'm so sorry. I'm really bad at keeping track of when we are. This is in June 3rd, Copy. Got 1989. It. So it's warmer than normal. They're having a heat wave. Got it. Okay. And we all know what happens during heat waves. People lose their ever-loving minds. Ever-loving fucking minds. Yes. Crime spikes. I lay under the fan. People... That's what I do. But maybe I'm more normal than I thought I was. You have to be, because people get stupid aggressive. Oh, God. Who has the energy for that when it's hot out? Ugh. Criminals. Yeah. That's the point, though. They lose their mind because they don't have AC. Yeah, I guess that's true. So but I have I shit go, AC, so, you know. Even if I don't have AC, I just go to the lake. Or go like, get in some water. Get in some water or, or yeah. I don't know. I don't Find a river. I don't decide to do crime. No. That's true. Katie Pool is Maybe that's why we have the jobs that we do, though, is because yeah, we don't true. decide like, to do That seems crime. like a lot of work and not enough reward. Yeah. yeah. So, <sighs> Sandy Ferris was driving her vehicle when she came upon Russell lying in the roadway. Mm. He was yelling for a Brian... Who was a friend of Russell's, and we find that out later. Medics transported around zero one hundred hours to zero one thirty hours. They got different. That's one a.m. and one thirty a.m. For those not familiar, every fucking time. Sorry, every time, <laughs> every time, every time. <laughs> not everybody knows military time. Did you yeah. know that Australia just defaults to military? Time? A lot of places do. Really? Most places do, which is my favorite part about dating Kristen is that she lived in Australia for so many oh, years. Oh, nice. So she just functions on military time. I don't have to change who I am. <clears throat> she just gets me. <laughs> uh, Kylie actually knows it fairly well. I think it's probably because of nursing staff. Sure. Which yeah, they, just, they do 25. So handy because yeah. then I can say shit to her and she's just like, It makes no sense to have to clarify whether or not. No, you shouldn't have to say AM or PM and I the day. Yeah. My sister learned military time for me. So Aww, that's, that's so very sweet. Crazy. So if I accidentally slip and say 1730, then she just goes, Okay, I'll be like 530. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Understood. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, on June 4th, 1889. So, in the 1889? early... 1889? <laughs> we jump back 100 years? Whoa! Wait. Time traveling. God, Did I miss it. here at first? 1989. Nobody said homeboy in 1889. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I guess I'll go fuck myself. I can't read it. the longest episode. <laughs> Anyways. So, 18... 19... <laughs> Come on, man. Get your centuries straight, <laughs> damn it. Thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> Murder isn't funny, but my God, I can't... Mistakes are, though. Fucking <laughs> read. <laughs> Alexa, hilarious. <laughs> anyway, June 4th, 1989. Got it. Good Thank job. You. So, the early mornings. So if you're keeping track, he said he was going home at midnight 30, and at 1 o'clock to 1.30, he's being transported. What happened? So something happened in that half hour to an hour. What exactly? So his back was broken, and his internal organs were badly damaged. While police were investigating, Sandy 
the lady that drove and found him, saw a boy in white shorts running up a hill. Was it Brian? So, Sandy says, to tell it, like, the police, like, there's a boy running up that hill right now. And the officers were like, Sandy, just wait. Wait on sidewalk. I'll talk to you when you're ready. Just wait right there. Meanwhile, she's like, do you not see this fucking kid hauling ass up a hill? Ski-daddling away. Yeah. I'm old. I use paper. Anyways. I tried that, and then I kept forgetting to bring my notebook when I was at places. So I started using my iPad. So, police believed that Russell was hit by a vehicle that obviously drove away. Obviously. Obviously. I mean, how can you have a broken back and internal organ damage? Yeah, that's pretty serious. So, from what I gathered, Russell landed 75 feet from the point of impact, likely struck in the back by the bumper of the car. Front bumper. Hence his injuries. So, he's walking forward as my fingers are wiggling in the air. And then the car goes... Completely. And then he... Flies. Oh god! How far? Seventy-five feet. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, some says sixty-five, and some said like eighty that something. Is... I think okay, a good the, median is seventy. What did the forensics say the car was going? So it was investigated by police. Yeah, okay, it's nineteen eighty-nine. So well, they know. still have. They like, don't have the machines that we have now. Sure, but I'm so. gonna I'm gonna get into that because I was very curious. Did you? I was like, what the shit? Yes, I talked to somebody. Anyway. I was wondering. <laughs> so. uh Police are investigating it as a hit and run, right? And, however, Russell's parents said it looked like he'd been in a fight. And Russell later dies from his injuries at 0900 or 9 a.m. on June 4th, 1989. Yes. As I said... June 4th, 1989. Okay. Police believe Russell had been involved in a hit and run crash. I'm going to tell you why his death was ruled a homicide. And why his murder is still unsolved 33 years later. I'm ready. I'm also ready. Thank you. Bum, Good bum, layout. Bum. Good okay. layout. So John and Sue adamantly believe that there was more. this was more than a simple hit and run. They obtained a copy of the police report and discovered Russell's shoes didn't have their laces. The shoelaces had blood on them. Wait, what? Yes. How did they not have Where did they find the laces? So they thought they were torn out. I've sought out expert advice on this. Meaning specialists. Specialists. And so for lay people. Major crimes incident. What? Collision. Collision. That's the crime. So So for lay people, certain departments, and honestly, I think privately, there's probably private firms that do this too. Mm -hmm. But there are these people that have the brains of a fucking genius because they have to do physics and everything else. But like a physicist. A physicist, forensic ph- physicist, physicist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a linguist. Really. No, neither. Nor am I. Uh, they're probably also physicists. linguists. Yeah, on top of physicists and forensics. But it's clear. they have all these crazy like cameras and tools, and they use this math. I mean, no wait, no, I'm sorry. Let's back up. How they said that his shoelaces were missing. Yep. But then the shoelaces had no. blood. So the shoes that they found were shoelaceless. Right. But then the shoelaces had blood. Where were the shoelaces? Do you mean the shoes had. Okay. That's Wait she's building. It. Oh, God. I'm just dying of anticipation here. Okay. So I was ignoring it. I know. That's why I'm ignoring it. Okay. Oh. So I asked somebody who does this major collision thing because they do all this fancy shit. And I said, hey, 
just out of curiosity out of something I'm reading, if a body got hit by a car so hard that it flew 75 feet away, would the shoes keep the shoelaces? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Are you about to say what you're going to say? No. So I said... The shoes come off the body. The shoes come off the body. So I said, have you ever heard of a case where shoelaces specifically were not on the shoes? And he said, no. Like, that is very unusual. Okay. Shoelaces would not be on the body. Okay. But the shoes themselves could come off. But the shoes would come off. And then he he went on more because I started asking more questions. And he does not know what I use this information for. So he's anonymous. But... (laughs) (laughs) So I said, I said, okay... Where are the shoes going, you know? And he said, okay, so when you get hit by a car, if you're wearing a hat, so Steph, your hat right now, or your shoes are likely going to be left at the point of impact. That makes sense. And then your body is going to fly out of them. Right. Right? And your shoes are going to stay there, maybe go back a little bit even, right? Because of the wind. Yes. Now, he went in further. I didn't even have to ask for this. He said, now, blood. (laughs) He sure does. perfect. (laughs) So... I said, he said, blood, though, will either, you'll have blood at point of impact. He goes, and if they're dead, like if they get hit and they are dead at that point, he goes, you might not even find that much blood at that That body's point of impact. (gasps) Like, it doesn't even go with them? Like, their blood would be at the car and not at the body, right? Weird. So, yeah, he gave me... He gave me much more than I was anticipating, and I very much he didn't. Did he ask what you? He didn't even ask what I was reading. He was just like, I get asked a lot of weird questions. I just said, answer oh, I was just like, hey, I'm reading something that doesn't make sense. Okay, so and so that's why we still don't have an answer to the shoelaces. Is what that's I gathered. The point. I thought you were going to be like the shoelaces got whacked off of the shoes from the impact. Okay, so there's okay. this picture. On okay. That will post. All right. And the X's, they don't tell me what the X's are, except I believe it's evidence. Okay. Right? And then there's three pools of blood. That one is fucking suspicious. That's way away. If, that's way away. It's way... That's where they found the shoes. The blood? The Up bloody... here. The X is where his shit was found. So the shoes have to be, and the shoelaces, I think, have to be up here. So it leads up to the point of impact. But this blood pool over here wouldn't make any sense. Well, maybe he got in a fight there first. So that's what the parents are wondering. Mm -hmm. Because you get hit by a car, you don't have a black eye unless you got hit in the face. Well, he got, so, let me see. Yeah, so it says, well, getting your shoes knocked off is not unheard of by any means. Having your shoelaces torn out of your shoes from getting hit by a car is suspicious. John and Sue hired a pathologist who agreed Russell was hit by a car, but says Russell was in a physical dispute prior to that as there was fingerprint bruises on his arms and one source said also on his face. Cars don't do that. Cars don't leave fingerprints. Cars don't have fingers. (laughs) In case anyone wasn't sure. It was also noted that Russell's knuckles looked like he'd been in a fight. However, if you're getting flung 75 feet in the air, depending on how you're landing. Right. But there'd be more like drag marks than just like... Right. Just the knuckles. It'd probably be more like draggy than... You know what I mean? Unless, of course, you like try to like Hulk punch the car as it was coming at you. Yeah, but he got hit in the back. He got hit in the back. So he's not facing that car. Right. This is... is Yes. But... So I'm curious how they could tell in a fight versus hitting the pavement as far as his knuckles go. The fingerprint bruising, I believe, that's a fight. Mm-hmm. Why else would they be there? 
The pathologists also believe there would have been massive scraping on his body, as you were saying. Right. From getting hit by a car. Right. So let's continue with the evidence and speculation. (laughs) Right. Diana has stated that there's three pools of blood were found on the scene, which I showed you the picture of. Mm -hmm. Those three pools. But none of it was collected. Right. None of it was tested for evidence. But it's 89, right? So you got to think about it that way. I mean, they don't have, like, a full, like, human DNA collection, but they can blood type. Like, what in the... Yeah, what in right. the what if it's not even his? Yeah, what, what in the 1989 is going on here? <laughs> what in the 1889 is going on here? <laughs> That's exactly it. But they're investigating it as a hit and run solely. They're not investigating it as a well, physical dispute with a hit and run. But still, like, even then I would be like, hmm, weird. We should probably look at these two pools. Even if it blood. is a hit and run, the fact that that pool of blood is in a different spot that doesn't make sense would mean that somebody, like, at, at best case, had swerved... Hit him, and then hit him a second time, probably, right? Why is he yelling for fucking Brian? Where's Brian? If he was by himself. Brian! He's not yelling for help, he's yelling for Brian. So where's Brian? So why wouldn't you think, where's Brian? Obviously, did Brian also get hit by a car? Is Brian okay? There's a second pool of blood. Maybe that pool of blood is Brian's. Maybe it's Brian's. Here. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, but they never tested these. So they're never collected. So the blood is just like cleaned off the pavement. Okay. Street super came out. And the pools were, pools of blood were a distance from the body. However, as our anonymous source, source that didn't mean to be a source said, if the vehicle hit them there, the blood could be left there and blood might not be where he is. It's that third pool that's fucking suspicious. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just a side note as well. Russell was still conscious and breathing when Sandy found him, obviously, because he was yelling. Brian. Yelling. So, he's not dead like the source said, right? Like, if he died. Right. Yes. On impact. This makes sense. There would be, likely there'd be blood where he was laying. So... I don't know if blood was there where Russell was laying, and they just didn't... They were like, oh, yeah, that's all him. They didn't right. care. But there's two pools of blood at impact. I think where impact is. One from each leg. In 2019, <laughs> Diana said that there was DNA from Russell's case that had been collected but not tested yet. I don't know where this DNA came from if she said that the pools of blood were not collected. So somewhere there's supposedly some DNA evidence. And my last piece to present you all is a quote from an officer in a police report for this. Quote, there was a possibility that the incident was not an accidental hit and run type incident. There was possibly other evidence to indicate this may have been an assault or even an intentional homicide. That makes sense. But in that police report, so why the fuck aren't you testing, collecting all the pools of blood? Right. So you were saying that, you know, this might not actually be a hit and run. But you're treating it exclusively as if it is. Yes. That sounds stupid. So I saw a source that stated the case was sent to a prosecutor who declined to charge anyone in the case. Which I can see because... Okay, I gotta know. Is any of this, like, racially... Russell's white. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a picture of Russell. He's white boy. Because I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, yeah. I had the same thought in Washington. Like, are they declining to prosecute because, you know, it's Spokane. Yep. They, they had yeah. a, nope. a good racial holding. Yeah, so they declined to prosecute. So the theory is, is the older teenagers who confronted Russell and the others at the park, that those are the suspects. 
which makes the most sense to me considering Russell was beaten before being hit. So if they met Russell at the park mm-hmm. and was like, who the fuck is this kid? And then saw him later in the night. Right. And was like, oh, we're going to beat him up after we already threatened that we would send mm-hmm. our homeboys after him. So without concrete evidence of DNA. Wait a minute. I just love the sound of paper, Lily. Yeah, Thank you. you. It's very, like, soothing. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> Good question. I'm not going to on repeat and just, like, ASMR myself to sleep. <laughs> but so they don't have concrete evidence of DNA, though, to connect the suspects to the crime scene. And maybe that's why the prosecution denied it, because it's all circumstantial evidence and none of it physical evidence. But they just took the physical Okay. That's the right. You supposedly, they have um, some DNA. You can't use physical evidence if you don't have any, I suppose. Yeah. Side note: Over the years, witnesses have come forward and say they know who did it, but it's still circumstantial evidence. Oh I will say that the boys who were at the park were interviewed and passed a polygraph, which may have been enough to dismiss them as suspects at the time. Oh, oh my goodness! God. A polygraph. Oh, my polygraph. eyes are rolling so fucking hard right now. It Mine is. literally just fell on the floor. Absolute oh. horseshit today is what that means. All of it. With witnesses coming forward, John continued to call the DA's office, but they said the police hadn't brought the case to them. Again, police hadn't brought the case. Wait, again. Right, because they don't have a case. Because the case was So, again, as lay people, we don't know what evidence they do or do not have. Right. Yeah. I'd like to be glass half full and say, hope that they just don't want to send a case made on circumstantial evidence just to have the suspects walk. Sure. Because double jeopardy. So, if they get acquitted, then they can't, and then DNA gets tested later. But it also just feels like they're not trying very hard. No, I agree. It all sounds funky. That's my glass half full perspective. So we're going to circle back to Brian. Back to Brian. Back to Brian. So Russell's calling out for Brian. John contacted Brian that Russell knew and asked what he was wearing the night of the murder. Brian said a white shirt and white shorts. Sound Why like, wouldn't you just lie? <laughs> sound familiar? He doesn't have anything suspicious, but I have a feeling he does. In which case... Why, Brian? Bloody does that sound familiar? Shoelaces? It does. That's why he was wearing Sandy saw a boy in white shorts. Oh, yeah. No. Russell's shoelaces are found blood on him. We yeah. don't know where the blood came from. So, somewhat matching description of the boy She's that Brian, that Sandy saw. I have no answer for your fucking shoelaces if you want to know. <laughs> Wait, how did we get out of the shoes? How did we have blood on them? They just because weren't in the shoes. They're nearby. They just weren't in the shoes, right? They, Is yes. That, okay. But... How did they get out of the shoes? That's the point. That's why, why his parents are like, this has got to be more than just hit and run. All right. I'm just thinking. Leave me with questions. It's okay. fine. Go ahead. So, <laughs> Brian later denied owning such an outfit to the police. Wait, after he's, he the, one, he's the one who said. After he told Russell's dad, yes, that he had white shorts. Yes, that he was wearing white shorts. He, The police later confronted him about it and he's like, yeah, I don't own that. So I burned it in a bucket out back. Mm-hmm. Another interesting thing about Brian. Sue said a Brian had called the emergency department asking how Russell was. I don't think Brian killed or helped kill Russell, but he definitely knows He's what happened. He's something sketch. Where is this Brian? I don't think he did either because he would have lied more. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, he did lie a little bit to the cops, but like you probably would have lied to What's that. What's Brian's right? phone number? Let's so, Google him. Yeah. Hold on, because I had the same reaction. I was like, something's up, but you have to go back in time and perspective. They're all children. Yeah. Right. So, wait, what year were these people born? Russell's 1975. 
So if Brian's 13 years old and he's scared, maybe he saw what happened to Russell. Right, yes. And he doesn't want to confront that's anybody. My, yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. I just otherwise know, it been is like, Brian alive today? Can we call him? Yeah, like, I, I think know. he is alive, you know but Brian? I don't think he wants to... Because what if he still lives in Spokane? What if he blocked that if, shit out because he's in his 50s yeah, now? Yeah. yeah, he could have. 50s? 40s. But, like, the public deserves answers, oh Brian. Yes. Anyway, so I wrote, as much as I'd like to scream, tell someone, anyone, right? Like, what happened? He's probably still scared. Yeah. Uh, Especially if there was multiple suspects. Well, yeah. And people he knows. I'm next. And they might have threatened him. Yeah. And think about it, because like I said in the last episode, juveniles are notorious. If they tell you they're going to fucking kill you, you take it at yeah. face value because so they don't... So do we know huh. if Brian and Russell were friends? Like, has so, that ever been like... I think they were friends because John knew who Brian was. Okay. So John reached out to Brian specifically. And Brian checked on him in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he obviously cares at least a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But or if these if people dead yet. were like, I'm going to do something to right. you and your family, and he saw Russell get killed, he's probably mm-hmm. like, these people are serious. And I'm yeah, right. and I don't snitch. want to get killed either. Or I don't want my mom to yeah. die or something. So, Diana is the only one still alive after all these years from their immediate family. John suffered from substance abuse and died after Russell's death, yeah. and Sue would later die. Diana was only five when Russell died, yet all this time later, she's still fighting for justice. Nice. That a girl. What a badass. I was looking into it. Spokane doesn't have a cold case team or detective that can dedicate time or resources to opening this case as of 2020. And Diana, at that time, wrote every Spokane council member and the mayor to have them dedicate or allocate resources to violent crimes, violent crimes, cold cases, such as homicides or sexual assaults. And she's even created a like a Facebook page for friends and family of Spokane's cold cases. She's a trauma therapist in Spokane. That tracks. Mm-hmm. And Diana was quoted giving a message to her brother's killer or killers. Quote, you know who you are. You know who you were with that night. It's clear from the evidence I've read. You don't trust each other very much. If you're the last to come to the table, your options will be very limited. That's smart. Therapist material right there. What yes. Is, what is the statute of limitations on murder in Spokane? There's not. Washington. I don't think there is in the United States. It's yeah. for, no. for murder. For murder, it's not. Yeah. So I'm just saying, these guys are in their <clears throat> 50s now. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of them's going to... Has to rat eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Deathbed confessions. But with that age, I don't know. Some uh, Did you listen to the episode of Morbid? Uh, I can't remember her name, but it was um, a woman whose boyfriend ended up killing her. And he didn't get convicted until like 50 years yes. later. That's all I can think of. And yes. he never confessed to the police. Mm-mm. He confessed to a friend. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't sorry. Yeah. So those type of people, it's not going to be a deathbed confession. It's going to be an in passing. Mm-hmm. I killed that bitch and she deserved it. Or like, that like type of thing. what's that thing I saw recently? Like <clears throat> the amount of nurses that have like deathbed confessionals of like people telling them like. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's going to come out, but whether or not it ever gets like any sort of justice. Right. Yeah. Uh, before I wrap this up. My theory about the shoelaces. Okay, yes, go. please. She is going to give us something. You fucker, you're holding out. It's my theory. I my own personal it. theory. I don't After care. I still want to hear it. I need any semblance of an idea of why. So, he's six foot three. 
right? Yeah. Forgot if about that maybe part. you saw him at a park or something with somebody you already had beef with, and you're like, that guy's a tall guy, right? And you don't fight him at the park. Kids are stupid. And maybe they see him by himself or with somebody that, like, or less people, right? Like Brian or whatever. And they're like, I bet I could take that guy now, you know? Mm-hmm. And they go to fight him. Well, if they truly go to fight him and, like, maybe try and hold him, which is the fingerprint bruises on his arms. Sure. If there's multiple of them. If he's so big and tries to, like, crawl away, mm-hmm. if you're grabbing at his shoes or something mm-hmm. and act, like, and rip. Or they got interrupted and they were going to use the shoelaces for something else, tie him up or something. Could have. I think, because here's my idea. They found the shoes on his body. Off his body. Off? Off his body. Shoes are off his body. But the shoelace is out. Shoelace is out. Oh, I thought the shoes were still on his body. Sorry. Mm. Shoes are off his body. My confusion. I'm thinking that they took the shoelaces out for whatever reason. <laughs> Very useful vibe. <laughs> what? You're right. Was, why are they bloody? Like, why would they be bloody if you're trying to strangle? Tourniquet. Was he bleeding externally? He was bleeding internally. No, for the other one. Maybe he fucked somebody up. Maybe. I think... I think he probably got, you know, bested by, like, a group of kids. Mm-hmm. They either took his shoes off or hit him and then tried to, like, tie him up, mm-hmm. but ran out of time. I'm still confused where the shoelaces were found. So I have now... They're one of the yellow X's, I would assume, on that picture. Yes. I At the end of this, I've now concluded that the shoes are not on the body. <laughs> which I've been In thinking, some, shoes and laces not attached The whole to time them. I were thinking they were on his person. Not on his person. But where were they? Where were the shoelaces found? Exactly. Near where his initial hit happened? Likely. Somewhere over there. That's okay. what, if so those yellow is, X's mean that, then yes. So either somebody put them there, which is dumb, because if they're covered in blood, why would you do that? Right. Or they had been taken off and he's standing there with no sh- shoelaces and then gets hit? Yeah. No, sho- no shoelaces. Yeah, apparently. And maybe he turned his back to get away. And then the car... Came and but then, if he flies seventy five feet and and like forward, the amount of body damage to that car is going to be insane. Wait, what kind of shoes are these? I didn't I'm picturing white sneakers. Get what kind of? Sh- I would. I'm picture. thinking 1989. So we had like basketball shoes. Yeah, but they're not Air Jordans. No, no they're, they're like Jordans. they're like, like Keds. Uh, yeah, Keds or All Stars. They were in the eighties. I know. I'm trying to think of what we had in 1989. Like gears. Oh, God. Do you think a basketball player six feet was in L.A. years? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't 90s. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, Nikes were a thing, but they weren't they like, weren't like they that. Weren't, they weren't yeah. what they are now. They're so not. They weren't like I'm that. I'm so confused. That's the moral of the story. I'm going to dwell on these damn shoelaces for weeks now. Thanks a lot. Everything is shoelaces now. You're welcome. So, Every string I see, I'm like, fucking shoelaces. Why were they off the shoes? Why weren't they on Wait, the shoes? Why were they bloody? I, they had, maybe, like Kirstie's saying, maybe they were going to be used as a weapon or a tool. I think they were going to tie him up, yeah. but they ran out of time. And yeah, they were like, just hit him and drive away. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like he tries to get away and then just hit him. Yeah. But okay, six foot three, so think of Graham. Yeah. Okay, Graham standing there. Well, let me stand up for context. Two of curses. Yeah. So if he got nailed in the back, that's a tall vehicle. It's not no sedan. That's like his back is bending where my neck is. That's exactly right. This is a lifted truck. Yeah. It's oh, gotta yeah. be. Or, because, like, my truck is, yeah, it's, like, my truck height. I guess, though, if it's a shorter car, it could be, not car, like, a small car, but, like, a, you know, bigger, I guess the 80s, so I guess most cars were small. But maybe if they hit him a certain way and his back hit the car. But. I mean, you can break your back without having a direct impact on your back. Like, if they hit you. The whiplash type. The whiplash, sure. But, like. We need more evidence. Yep. I need to talk to a specialist more. I need to time travel to either 1989 or 1889 and figure out what their forensics teams were doing there. They weren't. And not doing there. What forensics team? Yeah. They collected nothing. (laughs) Very little. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Question mark? Yeah. What was that sound? Was that a hiccup or was that a... No, it was just me screaming. (laughs) A scream, huh? Yeah. All right, I don't have questions. Anyways, yeah, I probably could ask the person again. Yeah, I have more. Just be like, hey, I have a picture to show you Say you got hit by a car because he's about that height too, right? He is, yeah. Uh, Do you know which one I'm thinking of? uh Uh-huh. He's the only one, right? No, there's two. Yeah, but he's the one. No. No, 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 not that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's a different one. Okay. It's one that you would, the least suspecting one out of them all. What? I don't. You'll, I'll tell you when we're done recording. Okay. I'll reveal my source to you, but anyways. Huh. Yeah, I have questions. Yeah, so, so in 2020, right, she's writing, Diana's writing all these people to get some movement. However... In 2021, like late 2021, Spokane solved the cold case homicide of Candace Rogers. So, I'm wondering... So, they have somebody doing something. Yeah. yeah, so maybe her effort paid off, or because... Maybe some new evidence came forward, I guess, but... Yeah, so someone had to have been doing something in 2021, but I don't know. It's also COVID, so... That's well, true. yeah. Yep, so that's my case on Russell Evans and how it's still unsolved and highly suspicious. Super suspicious. Highly suspicious. Possibly related to me. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Fourth cousin. Uh, what something. kind of cousin? Fourth? A fourth? Fourth cousin? Fourth. Stop speaking fourth like cousin. me. Anyways, thanks for listening. And thanks for being part of our wicked pack, you wicked bitches. Follow us for more fascinating true crime and spooky shit in the Pacific Northwest. Don't hit Ed yet. I'd also like to say we're planning on having other special guests. And if you like Steph as our special guest, you should probably like like something, comment something, message us. Steph's cool. Steph's cool. Yeah. Steph's really Steph's, cool. Steph's really cool. And we're gonna You should have, have her as a third host. We'll have other guests. Available. We're going to shout out Danny right now, who wants to do aliens. I cannot wait. 
we have another guest. I don't know what to call him besides his last name, so I'm not going to say it. But he said he would do... Potato. <laughs> there you go. That works. He hates that, but it works. He said that he would talk to you guys about exorcisms and the history of that. I am so excited for that one, too. I am as well. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait. All right. That's everything. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.